Indiana. Are you ready? She is ready. Can you just give her a great big God bless you welcome as she comes? Hallelujah. share with you that even while we were worshiping there is an angel here with a flame of fire there's one right here with a flame of fire and there's one over there so I know that God is up to something I, I've been hearing about the fire so that just blessed me the word of fire came forth on Thursday night when we had our, our prayer call so God is, I'm telling you, he's just confirming. So I, I just, I just praise him. I just praise him. Excited about what he's going to do. When I was seeking the Lord about what he wanted me to share with y'all today, he brought back this message. And so um, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how it goes because we know how God shows up in this house. Um, so I just praise him. So I'm going to pray. So Father... We just thank you and praise you for who you are. We thank you for your holy presence that's here. Lord, we thank you for how you love us, how you created us, how you blessed us, Lord, and how you protect us. And Lord God, even now, as I increase in you, Lord, I just ask that you have your way have your way and Lord I thank you and praise you for preparing the hearts and minds of your people to receive what you have for them Lord let no one leave here with less than they came in here with so I just give you praise amen and amen hmm. Ooh, glory I'm just so excited to be here. God is so good. So look, I just want to share with you this word. My key scripture, first of all, is Genesis 1, 27, that speaks about how God created man in his image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. So I want to speak to you all today about the way that God has created you and I. This word create in the Hebrew is the word bara, which is a characteristic verb that speaks to God's creative activity in Genesis 1. But the Lord gave me another word for you all today, and it means the same, but the word is built, B-U-I-L-T. So I want to talk to you today about how God has built you and I, how he's created us. And when this word was given to me, I also was given um, some, some words to go along with each letter. It was given to me sort of like an acronym. And so with each letter, there's certain words that are characteristics of what we should have as sons and daughters of the Most High God. And then also, I was given some familiar scriptures. So we're going to get started. This word built, as we know, it is uh, a word that speaks to uh, construction you know, how we are constructed. It's the assembly together, um, joining together of parts and materials to build a house. And so for the context of this message, that house is your body, the temple of God. Amen? So this first word under the B is believe. This word, believe, means to accept as true. And so our familiar scripture is Hebrews 11 and 6, which tells us without faith, it's impossible to please God. And anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. So we have to believe that he exists. I mean, how can, how can you belong to him and not believe that he exists? 
you know? And so then um, John 1.1 1, 1 tells us, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that had been made. In him was life, and that life is the light of men. So think about that. Everything that was made, you and I, the birds, the trees, the fish in the sea, any thought that you have 10 minutes from now did not originate with you. Any witty invention, you didn't come with it up with it on your own. God is the creator of all things, and he reminds us in his word. So that's, that's the belief. The second word is bless. All right? Bless means to make holy or consecrate, um, invoke divine favor upon. Our scripture is Luke 6, 28, which tells us to bless those who curse you and pray for them who despitefully use you. Now, I know some of you looking at me like, what? Wait a minute. You mean to tell me that they curse me? They plotted and schemed against me. They laid traps for me to fall in. They used me. And I have to, what? Mm. Well, I'm going to tell you folks, if I got to do it, you got to do it. <laughs> I'm just going to be real. If I got to do it, you got to do it. There's been, <laughs> well, the stories that I can tell. Mm. And I'm sure we all have them. I'm sure we all have them, but I'm telling you, there was this one time, and this was in ministry. Husband and wife team went and visited, you know, figuring we're going to go down there and be blessed and be a blessing, you know. And something about the wife, she couldn't stand me for some reason. And I know what it was, you know. Um, I'm one of those um, people that the Old Testament calls a seer. And so I see things. See in the spirit all the time. The only time I don't see, I tell folks, is when I'm in REM sleep, you know. So I, I see in the spirit. What I see overlaps what you see in the physical. I see heaven. I see the Lord. I see Holy Spirit. I see devils and demons and, and angels and, and, and things. I see when people are afflicted by certain things because I see them on them. And so I believe that this person knew that I, I saw what was going on with them. And, you know, this is a, a, a gift from God. I fear God. I don't run around telling folks I see this and I see that, you know, that, that's not what it's for, you know. And so everybody doesn't know that. And then I'm also one of those people that you may have heard about or read about that died and the Lord brought him back. And, you know, I've experienced some things. I was shown heaven. I was shown hell. And some people know about it. A lot of people don't. Not only do I see, but I hear. So I hear conversations, you know. Shh. No one's supposed to know that. <laughs> no one's supposed to know. Because then people, they try to hide things, you know. And how hard is it, you know, when you hear things and you see things in advance? And, and it could even be people that you love. And you know they're going to do certain things before they do. And they're like, Lord, don't let them do it. Don't let them do it. Lord, don't let them do it. Dad, they did it. You know, I'm like, and it, and it hurts. So this, this lady that I'm talking about, not only did she have a, she had a problem with me, but she tried to enlist her friends. And that was really hard because, you know, my husband and I are in ministry. We've been in ministry for a while. And so we're getting out. We're trying to meet people and fellowship and, you know, and all of that. We, we love and we want to be loved. We're not looking to hurt anybody just to be a blessing, as the Lord would call us to. So this happened. And I'm looking around at these people, and I'm like, Lord, I know you see what they're doing. Lord, I know you see this. Lord, help me. Help me. 
You know, even as pastor said about crying out, I'm crying out, Lord, help me. I was so mad. I'm telling you, folks, I could have swam back to Egypt and took care of some stuff. You know, I'm telling you, I could have looked the hand all the way back to the ground, pan around, slap. All the way I wanted to slap her whole head off her shoulders. Now, I'm just being real. I'm just being real, you know. And I'm like, Lord, help me. Help me. And I would have swam all the way back. I did the backstroke. All the way back to Jordan, I'm telling you. All the way back. And I can't even swim. That's another, that's another story. <laughs> That's another, that's another story. But I'm crying out to the, to the Lord, and he's like, <clears throat> Deanna? I'm like, Lord. And he, he said, follow me. So here I go, following him. And I'm steady looking back. And, and he's like, <clears throat> Deanna? Okay, Lord. Lord, I'm so sorry. Lord, I repent. <laughs> Please forgive me. And I know I'm not the only one that's been in that place where you wrestle with God. You know, some people ought to thank God that I'm saved because I'm telling you before I came back to the Lord, I was a holy terror. If you mess with me, don't mess with my family. Oh, please don't mess with my family. And if I love you, you're a friend of mine. Look here, I'm very protective. I'm very protective. And so my family has increased. So the devil better look out. Because I don't play and I'm not scared. I know who I am. And I give God all honor and glory. Because it's him. And so, again, if I have to do it, <laughs> you have to do it. So when it comes to that scripture, you have to bless them. Pray for them. Well, pray that they get a revelation. Pray that they get a revelation of Christ and his love for them and what he thinks about how they think about themselves and how they see others. Amen? So that's the B's. Next letter is you. And the first word out of two that I have is understand. This word understand means to comprehend, to realize, to know the thoughts and feelings of. So know the thoughts and feelings of what and who? Of the Lord, of course. And so he wants us to know his ways, his will, and his word. Now, the scripture tells us that his ways are higher than our ways. So sometimes things don't make sense. Like what I just told you, it didn't make sense. Like, Lord, I know you see. Oh. So his ways. So that if someone comes up to you and says, hey, I was just down at Uniontown Mall. And I saw that Jesus did you say you love and serve. And he was down there shoplifting. And someone called the police. And it's going to be on Channel 4 Action News. No, that's not him. That's not him. And so you need to know his ways. So when people tell you things like that, you know that it's not true. Now, if they would have said something about someone was selling stuff that they didn't have any business selling up in the sanctuary and and they came in he came in and flipped the tables and set some stuff off I'd have thought about it I'd have thought about it now but <laughs> but I know that it still wouldn't have been him because the scripture tells us how he's going to come back all right so it might have been one of his relatives though I don't, I don't know <laughs> so anyway he wants us to understand his ways and then also his will for your life his will because there's a lot of people in the body of Christ that don't know who they are and what God has for them there's an identity crisis after all this time after everything that God has done for us there's still an identity crisis and we need to know who we are and what God has done for us. 
you know, the benefits that we have in him. And it's a shame because you go in some of these churches and not this church, but some churches you all probably been in where as soon as you walk in the door, they're handing out straws and sippy cups. You know what I mean? They're, they're handing, handing them out and the people are in there just in need. And by the time the service is over, you look at those straws and they're all chewed up. People leaving out, having hunger pains. And wondering why. Wondering why. Because they've been sipping on this milk for too long. Too long. Too long. And it's, it's time for the body of Christ to, to grow up. To grow up. You know, God didn't give you all of those teeth for nothing. You know, it's not to be chewing on a straw. It's time to eat some meat, to grow up and get strong. You know, it's okay to, to have a cup of milk every once in a while, but it shouldn't be your whole diet. And so it just makes you wonder. And I've been in some of those churches, and you, you walk in there, and the people, they're angry because you walked in the door like, what is your problem? Hello, sister. You know? Hi, how you doing? They looking at you like they can bite you. You know, I'm like, come on. And, and, it's, and it's sad because it's not supposed to be that way. It's, it's not. It's not supposed to be that way. So we need to know God's will for our lives. And then next, he wants us to know his word. You know, in his word, there's weapons there's wisdom and insight and strategies. Anything that you go through in life, you can open up the word and find what you need. You can find it. It's right in there. Hmm. The word of God is a seed. And the way that the Lord showed it to me as, as a seer, you know, when we speak, the word comes out and it looks like a seed. And it goes out and it's planted into our lives. So this is why we have to be watchful of what we, we say. And especially parents over their children, parents speaking to them, you know, oh, you never, or you can't, or you make me, you know, those type of things. And even husbands with their wives, you, you know, Spouses, you need to watch what you say because you just might get what you spoke, you know. Because we are created beings and we have power, you know. Turn to your neighbor and tell them, I have power. Amen, amen, amen. Power. Power! Yes. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Not as the world gives. Amen, amen. So you have power. The scripture says in Proverbs 18:21 that life and death in the power of the tongue. So therefore speak life. The problem has been that many sons and daughters have been speaking death to what God has been saying and life to what the enemy's been saying. And we need to be careful of what we say. Be careful of what we say. We have men and women of God walking around with fiery darts in, in their pocketbooks and in their pockets and in their socks, and, you know. And, it, you know, quit picking up the artillery of the enemy. Quit being used by him. Quit being used by him, you know. And I was thinking about this, and I'm like, Lord, and I had to laugh because he was showing me how in a lot of churches, I'll call them Mr. and Mrs. Marble. Okay, so you walk in to the church, and Miss Marble's sitting over there. Hey, Miss Marble, how you doing? How you doing? Oh, honey, I'm blessed and highly favored. Oh, okay, okay, that's nice. Nice to see you, Miss Marble. And you go walking by. And next thing you know, oh, hmm, what was that? And Miss Marble, Miss Marble's over there, yeah, 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 
you know, I heard that she, this, this, and this, and this, and that. And how can she come up in the church with them red boots on? What, what does she, she think? What does she think? This is God's house. We don't dress like that. And next thing you know, Miss, Miss Marple is just sitting there looking all innocent. You know, she's a holy roller assassin, you know and looking for who she can enlist, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, you've been in this long enough, you should know. So next thing you know, here, the lady's leaving out. Bye, Miss Marble, nice seeing you. Oh, honey, where are you going? Oh, I don't feel too hot. Oh, we'll pray for you. Miss Marble, no, you ain't. You ain't gonna pray for me. Like, come on, come on, quit lying. You need to be the first one in that prayer line. Why are you talking about praying for somebody? Come on. Then we have Mr. Marble in the back talking to the fellow. <laughs> yeah, you, you know Mr. Bill over there, that, that new Cadillac he got? I tell me that they're going to repo it tomorrow. <laughs> they're going to come and get it while he's walking around like he got everything. Mr. Marble's just mad because he had to work so hard for everything that he got. And so he's upset that this young guy didn't have to go the route that he did. And so things came a little easier. So instead of being happy, you know, it's, it's a shame. And I'm sure all of us have been in places where we've encountered Mr. and Mrs. Marble. It's a hot mess, and it should not be, because these are people who have been in church for a long time. And I have to say that they come in all shapes and, and sizes, all ages, all creeds, you know. They don't just look one way. And so I present them that way, but I'm telling you, they're, they're out there. So just beware. <laughs> Make sure you... <laughs> You're just protected and ready. You know, that's how we are. We're ready people. <laughs> Praise God. And so we need to understand who we are. Know the word. Apply the word. Watch what we speak. Because see, these seeds, they're, they're either seeds of righteousness or weeds of unrighteousness that will choke out the promise. And one thing that I noticed that is that right before God gets ready to bless you, he'll make an opportunity for you to be a blessing. So we, we need to be looking out for, for that and making sure that we're not being used of the enemy. And then also we don't want to pick up things that the enemy is handing out. Just because he's trying to give it to you doesn't mean that you have to take it, you know? And so this reminds me of this commercial, and I spoke about it once before, but I'm telling you, it just irritated me. So I'm watching television, and my husband, he's upstairs working out. Like He just likes to work out. I, I keep telling him, I wish I can give him my body to work out, and then he can give it back to me, but he said it doesn't work like that. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, so I'm sitting downstairs watching this commercial, and it's presented as a cartoon. This commercial is for a medication for depression. Now, I know depression exists, and we, we pray for people who are depressed for them to get delivered, healed, set free, and all of that. I'm not talking about that. It was the way that the enemy is so blatant in the way that he does stuff. He just sticks it right in front of our faces. So I'm watching this, and here's this lady, cartoon, mind you. She comes walking out with this helium balloon, looking pitiful. <laughs> She's walking out, and the balloon is black and got these big eyes and, and a big smile on his face. I'm like, what? And, and so she's holding on to it, and she's walking, and she's talking about her depression, her depression. And I'm looking, I'm so irritated right now. I'm like, Lord, look at that. That's what happens. That's what happens. So I'm like, Dawn, Dawn, come here, come here, come here. I'm calling for Dawn to come. What? 
come here. So by the time he got down here, the commercial was off. But the, it ended up being the lady took this medication. So the next time they showed her, she's having a picnic. She's putting the, the blanket down and everything. And they're talking about taking this medication and how it, it suppresses. I'm like, suppress? No. Mm -mm. So I'm watching it. Next thing you know, she has the blanket laid out. And here comes this balloon popping up from behind. I said, Holy Spirit, look, that's what happened. Look, we don't suppress nothing. We get rid of it in the name of Jesus. We don't suppress. We get rid of it. I said, look, she's holding on to it. That's what happens. They take possession of it. It is not your depression. It is not your diabetes. It is not your cancer. It belongs to the devil. Give it back to him in Jesus' name. Give it back to him. Give it back to him. I mean, had me fired up. Dawn came down and said, what? What's going on? What's going on? I said, Dawn, the balloon, the balloon, ice in, 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 the lady in, suppress, suppress, in God. I told him. And something I had to tell him after I calmed down what was going on. And so we need to not take possession of what the enemy's handing out. So be, be careful, be careful. And look here, if you make a mistake, and we all do from time to time, be quick to repent. And that word in Hebrew is teshubah or teshubah, however you wanna say it. And the way that it's pictured is, is if you're going down a, a road, going the wrong way, far away from God, and you get a revelation and you do a U-turn and then you start coming back, going towards God and not looking back, not going back. That is repentance. But the problem is people don't repent. They just say they're sorry. And nine times out of ten, they're just sorry that they got caught because then they end up doing it again. So there is, there is a difference. There is a difference. But when we're quick to repent, what the Lord showed me is that seed that comes out of your mouth. When you say, Lord, I repent, it falls dead to the ground. It falls dead to the ground. So when we get that word and that we're speaking, you know, we need to water it. That's how it grows. And how we water it is with that permeating praise that pastor's been talking about. You know, that praise and, and worship, that's how that seed grows and it turns into a, a harvest. So I just wanted to remind you of that today because all of this is a reminder. Everything that I'm speaking to you about today is a reminder of how God has built you, how he's created you, Barah. Amen. So the next word under the U is unity. Unity, because we should be united, folks. Hallelujah. And so unity is the state of being joined together as a whole. And our scripture is Psalms 133 and 1 that tells us how good and pleasant it is when brethren live together in unity. And that scripture goes on to say at the end that when we're united, God commands a blessing, and that blessing is life. Life to what? Life to your, your prayers, the word that's been spoken over you. You know, if you're, you're feeling down, life to joy, life to peace, you know. And then Matthew 18 Verse 19 tells us that when any two on earth touch and agree concerning anything that they ask, it should be done for them by a father who's in heaven. So when we touch and agree, our father moves on our behalf. So we want to make sure that we're united in what God is doing and what he's saying, you know. So that's the use. So we got B, U. Um, I is next, the first word out of three. The first one is intimate. Intimate means um, 
closely acquainted, familiar, close. This word in the Greek is the word gnosis, and gnosis talks about uh, the relationship, the closeness between like husband and wives. And see, and God wants us to um, have an intimate relationship with him. He knows us, and he wants us to know him just as, as much as he knows us. And so the scripture is Psalm 63 and 1, where King David cries out, Oh God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My body longs for you in a dry and weary land where there is no water. Now, when is the last time you cried out like that? You know, being desperate and wanting to hear from God. The Lord, he wants us to, to be so close to him that when he touches you, you'll know his touch. When he walks into a room, you'll know it's sin. like, oh, Lord, you smell like honeysuckle on a warm spring day. Oh, Lord, you smell like fresh-cut roses. Oh, Lord, you want to be so close to him when he turns his head. Lord, what is that you're looking at? Oh, Lord, I see her. She looks sad. Lord, I'm going to go and pray for her. He wants you to be intimate with him. He wants you to cultivate that relationship. And the way that we get to know people, you know, you need to spend time. That's the only way you'll get to know them, spend time. And so we are people who spend time with the Lord. Hallelujah. The next word is integrity. Integrity. That's uprightness of character and being honest. Our scripture is Proverbs 21 and 3. To do what is right and just is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. So we need to be known for integrity. We, we don't do backroom deals. And if we say that we're going to do something, we're going to do it. You know, we, we want to be people that um, they know that they can count on. See, the world will tell you anything, and they're doing just about anything and getting away with it. But it does not mean that that's what we should do. We're not to look like them, walk like them, none of that. So there should be a difference. There should absolutely be a difference. So that word is integrity. And when it speaks about in integrity, we, we need to be obedient to what God is saying. And, you know, it's, it's important. It's important because the enemy will, will use it. Um, it was about a week, week and a half ago. My husband and I, we were talking about how we were brought up and, and things that um, we could get away with, things that we couldn't get away with. And, <laughs> oh, my goodness, our, our parents didn't play. <laughs> they did not play. So if, if they told us to do something, for the most part, we, we did it. And so Dawn was saying how um, whenever they were growing up, they had chores to do. And it was him and his brother and his sister. And he said, whenever they told me to do something, I would do it because I wanted to go outside and play. So I'd do mine. And my um, siblings, they would be sitting in, in the house like, why do we have to do this? Why do we have to? I said, what? I said, that wouldn't have flew in our house. We didn't get to ask Harold and Josie why we have to do this, this, and this. We just did it. Like, I would have been the first one done and outside playing. But that one sister of mine, I'm not going to say any names, but she, that youngest one, she, Monica. Oh, Ooh. did I say Monica? <laughs> she would have been the one, Mom, why do I have to do this? I don't have to do this. I don't want to do this. And my mom would have been like, uh, did you just ask me a question? And she would have been, mm. and my mom would have said something like, well, while you're standing there humming, 
you can stay in the house the rest of the day while your sisters go outside and play. And I would have been outside on my pink huffy with my friends just having me a good time. <laughs> oh, yes, Lord. <laughs> so anyhow, love you, Mom. <laughs> oh, God is so He's so good. <laughs> oh, my. So that's integrity. And the next word under the I <laughs> is intercede, which means to argue or plead the case for an, another. And so, and it also means to pray. And our scripture is uh, James 5, 16. Confess your faults, one another pray you one for another that you may be healed the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much and so we are people of prayer it's not the last thing we do it's the first thing we do you know we we pray we believe in prayer we know that God hears our prayer and so if someone is in need you know if you have it to do meet the meet the need you know we pray for one another okay so that's the B, the U, and the I. The next letter built is L. The only word that was given to me is love. God is love. Agape, love. Hallelujah. That is the highest form of love and charity. God's love for man and of man for God. And our scripture is, is Mark 12, 30 through 31. It tells us to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love our neighbors as ourselves. So we should be people known for, for love. For love. Because if we were made in his image and he's love, when people see us, when we show up, they should feel the love. They should see the love. Amen? So the, the last letter and built is the T. Two words were given to me, and the first word is trust. Trust is the firm belief in reliability, the ability, um, the truth, and strength of someone or something. And our scripture is Proverbs 3, 6, which says, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not into your own understanding. and all of your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. God wants us to trust him. When he tells us something, he wants us to trust him. And so when I was preparing, the Lord reminded me of this vision. This vision... It was of this, this huge hill, and there was this, this narrow path at the bottom of this hill. And there was a wide path that was going partway up the hill, maybe halfway. And so I'm looking at the vision, and I saw this person walking this narrow path at the bottom. And they had like these three bags carrying over their back. And when I looked up, at the top of the mountain, or top of this hill, a mountain, um, the, it was the Lord. He was standing there. And he said, son, daughter, drop your bags. Leave them. Come up. And the person looked up and they said, oh, the Lord is so far away. How can I get up there? You know? So he just kept walking down this narrow path. And he came to this wooden door. And all you can hear was bang, 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 bang on the other side of the door. And he jumped back and he's like, I don't know what that is. I'm not going in there. And so he looks partway up the hill and he sees a glass sliding door. And he saw a couple of people going in there. And then if you go up and look up a little further, there was a revolving door. And he could see all these people going in the store. So he looks at the wooden door again, and he's like, I'm not going in there. And so he takes his bags, and he starts walking up this hill, and he peeps in the glass sliding door, and he's, he's like, I see a couple of people that I know. And so he's opening up the door, 
walks in, the, in there and he sits down and he's talking to these people that he knows and all of a sudden they're gossiping and did you hear about this, this and this and that and that and that and la la la, la la la, la la la. The person stayed in there as long as they could and then they left out. But this is the problem. When they left out of the glass sliding door, they ended up having more bags than they went in there with. And so, he had two, maybe three, now he has about five or six. And so he comes out and he looks up and the Lord is saying, son, daughter, drop your bags, come up. And he's still saying, oh, the Lord is so far away. How can I go up there? And so he turns and he looks back down the hill and he sees the wooden door and he's bam, 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 you know. Uh, boom, 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 boom. Mm. Glory. And he's like, I can't, I can't. So he looks up the hill and he sees all these people going in the revolving door and, and it's like there's a party going on. And so he walks up there, dragging these bags up this hill. And how many of you know it's, it's a hard thing and you have to really be determined if you're going to have all these bags trying to squeeze them in a revolving door to get somewhere you know and so that's what he did and so he gets in there and there's all these people and they're having a, a party and and they're smoking weed and and they're drinking and they're dancing there's fornication going on all this stuff going on and then all of a sudden a fight breaks out and people start running and he grabs his bags and he's trying to get out and he's really having a hard time pulling and, and pulling and pulling because this time he has even more bags he made it out but he has even more bags and so he looks up to the top of the mountain and he doesn't see the Lord and so he's sad and like oh wow I really messed up I really messed up and so he looks down this hill and he sees the wooden door and still hearing the boom 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 and so he walks down all the way down dragging the bags and he's like well what do I have to lose and so he flings the door open and guess what was behind the door It was an escalator in the Lord Jesus. An escalator in the Lord Jesus. How many of you know that God will meet you right where you are? He just wants us to trust him. That escalator only went in one direction, and that was up. And so God is wanting you to trust him with your stuff. Because before I came here, the Lord showed me that some of the bags that you, maybe not you, maybe the person behind you don't look because they might see you looking. Hmm. <laughs> oh, praise you, Jesus. But the Lord showed me that some of the bags that you're carrying can contain people you're carrying people and God says that he loves them and this is a word for somebody God wants you to know that he loves them more than you do and he wants you to trust him with them and not only that God wants you to trust him with your process he's spoken some things there's been some things that have been prophesied and it's all about God's timing and I heard the Lord say and and I did release this word that we were now walking in God's perfect timing but you you know you still have to wait for the manifestation just keep walking because you might just walk right into it now's not the time to stop so just trust God Trust him. And then the last word under the, the T's is uh, 
thankful, to be thankful. We all know what being thankful means. And this, the scripture is Psalms 100, verse 4, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Be thankful to him. Bless his name. We have a lot to be thankful for. A lot to be thankful for. So the Lord wanted me to remind you of how you were built, how he created you, you know. So we have to believe that he exists and God has blessed us, so he wants us to be a blessing. He wants you to understand who you are, his ways and his will and his word for your life so you can apply it to your life and to the lives of others. And he wants us to walk in unity, you know, in unity and cultivate an intimate relationship with God. Cultivate that relationship. Walk in integrity. Because we're in this world. We're not of this world. We are representing the most high God. And so walk in integrity. And intercede and pray for one another. Because we need one another. And love God first. Love one another. Be known for, for love. And trust him. Trust him in every area. And be thankful. Because there's people who didn't get up this morning. You know. There's people who didn't get up this morning. And, you know, we have, we have an adversary out there, the devil. And, you know, he's seeking to steal, kill, and destroy. That word adversary in the Greek is the word anti-dekos. Anti mean against dekos, your rights. He wants to take away from you the rights that has been won by our Lord. And the Lord wants us to execute the verdict that he's won for us. So we are the ecclesia. We are God's anointed vessels. That's who you are. Every one of you are anointed by God to do great things. And so you have an assignment. And that assignment is called the, the great commission. Co meaning together with you and I, together with the Lord. Mission is an important assignment carried out for political, religious, commercial purposes, and it typically involves travel. So you may have to get up out of your seat and walk across the room and, and say something nice to someone that might make their day. You might have to leave out of your house and walk across the street and, and give a word to your, your neighbor, you know? Or you might have to, to travel maybe to Pakistan and be a blessing to the people. Or maybe Israel, maybe Africa, India, Russia. Oh boy. You know, if God sends you, then that means that he's going to provide for you. Okay? And so this great commission is mentioned in Matthew 28, verse, uh, what is it, verse 18 through 20, where the Lord says, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey all that I've commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. Then, my, the one I like the best, though, is in Mark 16, verse 15 through 18, where the Lord says, Go into all the world and preach the good news to all creation, and whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, and whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, hallelujah, they will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will take up serpents with their hands. Hallelujah. Any, 
any poison, deadly poison that they drink, it will not harm them at all, and they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Saints, when you look at that scripture, it doesn't say the apostle, the prophet, you know, even though we're called to it, you know. It doesn't say the pastor, the teacher, the evangelist. It says those who believe. So you should be doing this, laying hands on the sick and, you know, casting those demons out. Don't be scared. Greater is he who's in you than he who's in the world, you know? And we need to know uh, Ephesians 6 and 12 that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, rulers of darkness of the world, and spiritual wickedness in high places. We don't wrestle against one another. Those, those other things are demonic realms, the demonic... Um, soldiers in the demonic army, you know? And so God says in Luke 6, no, Luke 10, 19, thank you, Holy Spirit, that he's given us the authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy and nothing by any means shall harm us at all. So God has given you that authority, you see, the enemy's out there, and he tries to cause division. He comes at us that way, division, distraction, discouragement, and he'll try to get you to be disobedient so he can bring condemnation on you, but there's none to those who are in Christ Jesus, none. So the Lord wanted me to remind you of how he built you, how he created you, and so... If I would have entitled this message, it would have been built because. Uh, built because why? Built because he wanted to and built because he wanted you. Amen? Amen. Amen. So that's what the Lord gave me to share with you all today. And it's been an honor and a privilege. And, and I know some of us, you know, have been going through some, some hard things. And uh, it blessed me when uh, Pastor Adam was talking about the fire and everything. And my husband and I have been ministering with the fire for many years now. Uh, I'll see fire shoot up out of my hands and I'll see my husband, he'll have like this uh, a torch that will appear in his hand and the fire shoots up out. And so I believe the Lord wants to, to do some impartations maybe today. If you feel a little dry, you want a, a fresh touch from the Lord, how about coming up? Come up and allow the Lord to bless you because these three angels aren't up here for no reason. Amen. <laughs>